0: Come on in guys!
1: back to talking llama we've got survivor 42 the u.s season has officially begun after the long break was it a long break or just a regular break
0: uh it didn't seem that long to me
1: it's a break break since uh 41 ended i've been going strong on the australian survivor uh coverage that season has been a lot of fun but we're dipping back dipping our toes back into u s survivor back on the fijian beaches and before we get into the specifics and the full recap, what were your kind of broad thoughts on the premiere episode the two hour episode jared
0: um overall i i guess I'm slightly more hopeful than i was after the premiere of forty one uh i'm I don't know if it's cast related or just like kind of that they they seem to be a little more focused on the game this time around and less around some of the social issues that they were um at the beginning of 41 so that that might be more it but um yeah i i'm curious what you thought
1: i love the cast after the first two hours The rest of the show, I'm not so sure about because it felt like, and it'll become apparent when we go through it basically, just a carbon copy of season 41. The shipwheel island was exactly the same like, literally, exactly the same. So, all all the talking points on that, there's nothing new to discuss aside from the characters and the people doing it. Um, they did the sweater savvy, which they changed a little bit, but still the same thing shot in the dark is back. We haven't seen it yet, but we know the, um, the beware advantage with the idle phrases are back. I'm assuming the do or die is back. I think I, they, they showed that in the, I mean, they showed it in the, in the preview from last season. I'm sure that one's back. So from that standpoint, there's not a lot to get me excited about. Unfortunately, so it's going to ask a lot of the cast to kind of overcome that. But I think this cast might be able to do it.
0: They might. Yeah. A um, lot, of, lot of variety for personality types. And uh, I guess I, I'm curious to see the challenges. It doesn't seem like they have that many strong challenge players in this season. But maybe that's something that we'll learn as we go on.
1: Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was actually a decent amount of talk about that on Twitter. It's kind of like Mike and and Jonathan are like the two, you know, stereotypical challenge athlete type of people. Roxroy has that look. Uh, Lindsey does as well. Uh, Tori seems like Tori and I mean Dre is like a fitness trainer, something like that. I think so. And she and Tori seem like they're in good shape. But like of the people that we we just look at them and think, oh, that person's an athlete. Yeah, there aren't that many this season um so we'll see i i wonder i don't know how far out production has the challenges decided like if they cast the season and then do the challenges or if they just have like their challenge schedule and it's done i wonder if if we'll see less physical challenges for a good chunk of the season because of the cast
0: yeah yeah i another thought that i had was just that that Last immunity challenge was so brutal that maybe it just made everyone look a little weaker than I think they are. But I got I got kind of a hunch it's gonna be maybe not the most competitive, yeah, challenge season.
1: We'll see. All right. Yeah. Well, let's let's get into this into this bad boy. Start breaking this this guy down. Um, just to recap the tribes before we start the Eco tribe, which is blue, Drea, Roxroy, Romeo, Swathi, Tori, and Zach. Taku, which is which is orange, Jackson, Jonathan, Lindsay, Marianne, Mariah, and Omar, Vati, which is green, Chanel, Daniel, hi, Jenny, Lydia, and Mike. And Lydia, I'm I'm all in. 100 percent all in on Lydia. She gets one of the first confessionals. Incredible stuff. She's kind of quiet most rest of the episode, mostly because they win, but. Holy cow. I could not I don't think I could have liked the player more off of 2 minutes of confessionals.
0: Yeah, there's a lot there. Um she's one of those people that's like all you have to do is listen to her talk for a minute and you can tell that she is like this completely different authentic person. Um like yeah, she's just she's just herself and um, that's refreshing. It's sometimes on these shows it seems like you get robots um, she's She's not really a robot.
1: Or you get people who try to play up a certain personality yeah. trait um, yeah. which you know maybe with with Tori kind of the, the 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 Harry Potter nerd came out a little bit, which being sure. a nerd for Harry Potter is not even a thing anymore Harry, Yeah. you you're you're more different or odd. If you don't have familiarity with Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, I, I bet we'll talk about Tori a decent amount in this episode. Yeah,
1: that was uh, quite the showing. Um, so we start off with a challenge and there's a little twist. Uh, so two, two different people at, at two different times have to run off and grab um, paddles from one in the jungle, one just kind of around the way in on the beach. And in the second group of paddles, the the players that have to wait for each for all three to get there before they can do anything, they have they have a decision to make. They can either grab the paddles and go on as normal, or they can risk absolutely nothing and untie twenty knots to all receive an advantage. And so, of course, they take the advantage because there was no reason not to. Right. Yeah.
0: I I think so. I.
1: There there was there was zero risk aside from like the, the the advantage falling out of wherever you hide it. Zero risk.
0: Yeah, I mean you're all on separate tribes. That's not something you have to worry about for a while, you would think. Um I yeah, I I maybe I'm missing something, but I think you're right.
1: I mean, I, I'm assuming they did it so they because they wanted them to take take the advantages, but it it's it's a smaller version of the turn back time advantage of course they're going to do it there was there was a very obvious answer or decision to make i love when they make them make decisions i i i've said that a bunch and i'll say it every time it happens probably but i really prefer when there's an actual choice to be made
0: it's yeah uh i i love that the the producers were like Oh there everyone back at everyone back at the main part of the challenge is going to worry where you are. It's like well yes, I mean you made me stop for everyone else just to read this thing and we all have to decide together so I I guess they're going to be wondering why it's taking so long but like they have no idea what you're doing back there anyway, so that's just another <laughs> it's like another Thing that would, would tell you there is no risk. They have no idea what you have to go through to get those paddles.
1: Yeah, and it'd be one thing if they didn't have to wait for each other. I get with the advantage that it is they have to wait because it's a tied together advantage. But They could have, they could have done something different and you get to make your own choice. If one tribe is way behind and they see that both other players took the advantage, then that person has a choice to make do they take the time to take, to untie the knots, take advantage further, you know, screw their tribe or do they just forego it, undo the paddles and try to get their tribe back, back into it. That would have been more interesting because there's actually a decision to make. Um, do you want to get into what the actual advantage is now or when they get to it in the episode?
0: Um, let's, let's do it later.
1: Okay. Um, so they all decide to take the advantages because as we said, of course they did. Um, and eco wins and our 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 good boy daniel almost is a day one medevac he he was running for the first paddle for vati on his on his heroic triumphant return back to his tribe Matt he falls dislocates his shoulder pulls as he notes a stephanie la grossa uh, from heroes heroes villains and so medical comes to take a look afterwards course they had them say oh usually you just pop it back in sometimes it needs surgery just to play that little extra drama but they just pop it back in and they show it they didn't they didn't let us hear it really because i know those can make a nice little that was pop sound um but yeah he seems good to go but that would have been devastating we were both so high on daniel would have been just (laughs) just as i'm sure i think lots of people probably are going into the season would have been so sad to see him go out like that so soon
0: Yeah, yeah. He was not looking too good paddling, uh, paddling the boat.
1: Oh, yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. (laughs) I I wondered if if they were going to, if that was going to come up again, because the doctor did say that he's at least just temporarily, if not longer, he'll be at a little more risk of dislocating it again and paddling a boat in the immunity challenge that can't be considered taking it easy like they would want him to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. He'll, you know what? Got to have faith.
1: Got to have faith. Well, George Michael, I like it. I'm sure that was your reference.
0: Yes, that's <laughs> what that's what it ended up being.
1: <laughs> All right. So now that the first challenge is done. We get, get into the tribe dynamics. Um, Ika, is this the tribe we thought was going to be the, the messy, sloppy tribe?
0: Uh, because
1: if it was, we nailed it. If it wasn't. We missed big time because this tribe is a mess and I I'm here for it.
0: I got to I got to pull my notes up quick here.
1: Oh, you're looking up that. So there's a pretty clear divide uh, right away. Two groups of three, which is fantastic for an even number tribe. Romeo, Romeo, Drea and Roxroy on one side. Tori, Zach and Swathi on the other. And the uh, the Romeo, Drea, Roxroy side is really not having it with uh, with the youngins um, they're out there kind of little kumbaya type types uh, setting up there as they're trying to get the uh, shelter and, and camp set up. Um, so R- Rocks just kind of loses it. He just starts taking full control and we know how well that goes in, in this little game we love here. And I get that he kind of didn't have a choice to a degree. But he, he definitely went a couple notches too too much there, it seemed like.
0: Yeah, and uh it's just it's funny because he's like, uh can you can you tell me if I'm being a little too much? And uh Drea pauses for like two seconds to make him not feel like really, really bad about it. <laughs> but she's like, Yeah, maybe uh maybe turn it down a notch or two. And then he's like, man, you just, you can't, you can't talk to this generation the same way. It's like, dude, if you knew that, why did you do it?
1: (laughs) I wasn't as high on Andrea coming into the season, but I liked her a lot in this, in this first episode. She's just like blunt. She's just doing her thing and it's, it's going to pay off. I think probably maybe for, hopefully for a game, at least for, for the, for the viewers with, Bring in another entertaining player. Um, so we'll just going kind of, we'll just go tribe by tribe rather than go chronological in the episode and jumping back and forth. Um so Tori, first parts of Tori here, she lies about her job. Instead of saying she's a therapist, she takes one step to the left and, and says she's a caregiver. It's like, come on, it's it's the same for what you're trying to accomplish, it's it's the same job.
0: I I would argue that people would be way less intimidated by a caregiver than a therapist.
1: Right. But if she's trying to get people to kind of if she's trying to use that caring, thoughtful per- traits of the therapist's job and like having people trust her with with whatever they're thinking, the caregiver is adjacent to that very closely. They might you're right. They may not be intimidated by, by a caregiver versus a therapist, but I don't think it's far enough away to make the lie worth it for what she thinks the lie is accomplishing.
0: Okay. I'd probably, I would probably disagree with you. I think that when people hear therapists, they're like, oh, I'm not going to know if she's manipulating me because she's a therapist. And if she's a caregiver, like that thought doesn't really enter your mind. I, so I I don't think it's the worst idea to lie about being a therapist on Survivor. Um, But it's like, is it really that valuable where, like you would risk getting caught in that lie later in the game.
1: No. Yeah. Probably well, I, would, I, would, I would argue most jobs aren't worth lying about.
0: Except NFL quarterback.
1: Gary. Gary hogelbaum. <laughs> what a legend. But yeah, I, I think in general, unless it's something where they're going to assume you are super rich or or very well-known or famous even to come with, like millions of dollars, um, there aren't. I mean, we've seen police officers do do great, obviously with, with Tony and Lacina, you know, winning the game three times combined. And we've seen them do poorly. We've seen lawyers all over the place. We've seen every job kind of do everything. I don't know if there's one. Like people lie about maybe being a lawyer. Has a lawyer ever won the game? I, I I don't even know what most people's professions are.
0: Is is Yule a lawyer?
1: I don't think so. He. He he worked for I think for Google and for Facebook for a while. Something super like high oh, up and Nick Nick successful. Is a lawyer. Yep, Nick Wilson's a lawyer. But he's like a he's like a small town, like defense attorney, I think. Yeah. So it's not that like the glamorous, you know, New York prosecutor type type lawyer. But I mean, how, how many how many players or how many winners, I guess, could you name what their job is?
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't get many.
1: Yeah. And, and maybe it's, I'm sure it's different if you're out there playing, but I I just feel like people put way too much emphasis on that. And when you're going to have to lie anyway, why add one more? That's probably unnecessary.
0: Yeah. I just want to, just want to throw in a transponster reference. Um, this show, if everyone just is not clear on what your job is, just tell them you're a transponster.
1: I it's that's a reference I should I should get that I'm not.
0: You yeah, absolutely this. should. It's from Friends.
1: You're throwing out a Friends
0: reference. What is Chandler's job? He's like
1: a data analyst.
0: No one, no one could answer that question. So that's uh, a great
1: episode, though. The yeah. the, tri- the trivia for, yeah. <laughs> for the apartment. It's a great episode. Yeah, it's a good poll.
0: Thank you. Oh yeah,
1: Rachel gets up and and like shouts it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, all right, that
0: one missed. Sorry everybody.
1: All right. no, I'm sure some people got it. I I just I should have had that. that that, that one's on me. Um, but I feel like w- with Tori's game, yikes. Um,
0: <laughs> Do you think she's worse at survivor or being a therapist
1: Um, I'm gonna say survivor because I know how people can get when they're in the game. That they, they can act maybe not the way they would in their professional lives. Maybe this is her as a in like her personal life This is maybe closer to how she acts. She can rein it in in her job. Hmm. This may not be great for her practice. I if, <laughs> yeah, if if this is how she's acting, I'm not sure I'm I'm per, for myself, say that's a therapist I want to talk to.
0: Yeah, might give her some other options though. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, not not the uh, not like the accepting, accommodating type uh, personality that you would seek.
1: Correct. Um,
0: I texted also, you.
1: Yes, yes, I was uh, going to mention this. Go for it.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, because I I thought she would be she'd be really fun if she stuck around a few episodes. Um, I thought that she would have a a good idea of how to play the game and maybe a few tricks that, that she could use to kind of lure people in. Um, And then I, (laughs) the first thing I thought was like, this is exactly not the person I expected. This is Angelina.
1: Even kind of looks like her too, a little bit,
0: a little, yeah. Blonde Angelina.
1: Yeah. Tori, Towards gonna to be something else, and I am I'm here for the adventure. Um, does not seem to be super self aware, even though she's aware of what could be happening, exactly as it's happening, but then is convinced it's not happening. Um, so she goes off looking for food, and she thinks up this grand plan. I'm gonna look for food, but I'm also gonna look for an idol.
0: Wow. Revolution,
1: Revolutionary stuff. Um, and then as in her confessional, she's saying. No one's going to know that I'm looking for an idol. They're just not going to realize it. Cut to back at camp. Everyone's saying, well, she's definitely looking for an idol, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's looking for an idol. She, yeah. She's she's looking for an idol. She, she's probably going to find it. I mean, as there's no excuse for that.
0: No. She said she was gone 10 minutes. How long do you think she was gone? Hour. <laughs> I'd take the over on 29 and a half minutes.
1: I mean, one thing though, I bet your sense of time is so just messed up out there and just warped. You have no idea like middle of the day, like, like late morning to basically to like sundown. I bet you have no idea, especially your first day or two out there on like the, the rotation or not the rotation, like the length, the length of the days position of the sun and all that. And you can maybe kind of get a feel, I bet early, I bet right away, you have no idea what's happening time-wise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Never thought about that.
1: Um, so Tori is. She, she, she's exciting. I'll, I'll give her that. She, she should be provide for some entertaining moments, but she's definitely. She's, def, she's, she's got to rein it in if she yeah. wants a chance to win right now. She'd be near the bottom of, of winner potential. But again, this is we're, we're through what? Three days in the game, four days in the game. Lots of time to turn lots of time to turn it around, but not off to the best start. Yeah. Um, one part we missed, we got back up for a second here. Um, smash that hourglass. At the at the opening challenge, when they're at the reward, or not the reward, the, the decision, production was kind enough to include mud and fake blood for them to spread around each other to emphasize how hard it was to get these paddles. Because no, Survivor would never do like. 100 knots to untie that would that would take forever no it's got something brutal and dirty the blood thing what
0: yeah i i almost appreciate the ridiculousness of it but i don't
1: like who um so who was it was was it high was it it was high wasn't it yeah he was the only one that did it he he throws on like way too much blood (laughs) to the point to the point where I'm I'm honestly a little surprised someone didn't say, hey, Jeff, can we get medical in here? This guy is bleeding profusely. <laughs> and then because Lydia, I think it was Lydia, even called him out. She said, oh, my God, are you bleeding? He goes, yeah. And then it's like, move on. There was so much fake blood. And, and yet, like, if I was on that tribe, I would be like, hey, the challenge is over. You're bleeding a ton. Let's get you checked out wait a minute, you have no cut or wound or anything. What happened? Maybe production wanted that to be the case. They wanted someone to look into it. But this was just, I feel like they felt they were so clever with this and it just missed the mark. It's hilarious, but yeah. it, kind of, it kind of missed the mark.
0: Well, if they were doing it to be funny, like, which I think they kind of were. Um, I I'm okay with it. Like the way that they presented it though was like, no, we want this to be kind of like a serious thing where you can use this to to let them know what happened. And it's like, no, let's just let it be funny. And like that yeah, they kind of missed the they they missed on the phrases. Like that's supposed to be funny, but it's not. And then like this which could have been hilarious was just kind of like part of the challenge
1: yes yes it was Let, let's see if they if they include this little little idea any any other point in the season if that's the return recurring theme um so we get get to uh vadi and taku as the losing tribe tribes they get the chance to win their tribe supplies. So Ika got uh, their machete, a pot, and flint for winning the challenge. Vadi and Taku can do their own challenge, another Savvy or Sweat, if you remember from Season 42. The, they had the the Savvy as the triangle, and I'm, I think it was the same triangle thing, um, where you count the triangles within the triangles. Uh, you get two guesses versus, I think, just one last time. And then for the sweat challenge rather than two people filling up water one player has to fill up um, take a smaller pot and fill up fill up an, a large barrel um, they had four hours to do either both chose the the triangle
0: the correct, correct choice
1: which goes back to also what we were talking about how there's more of a if you're thinking brains versus brawn there's more of a brawn um set on 41 and more of a brain setup here on 42. So I don't think it's a coincidence that both both tribes chose the triangle. And yeah, I'd agree. And kudos to Mike for sussing out. Like, they're looking at me to do this. I'm not going to expend all this energy and be completely solo for four freaking hours.
0: Yeah, that was uh that was sharp on his part. And, and it was funny because uh voce from uh 41. Thought the exact same thing, but he just did it anyway. And
1: well, he got he got he got backed into a corner. Okay. Xander's like, oh yeah, I can do it. Yeah, you and me, we can do this. Okay. It's like what, it's like what do you say at that point?
0: Yeah. Well, I I think even last time we did we both say that they should have done the triangle counting.
1: I think we said the water with two people is probably a sure thing to win. But the triangle, everyone is kind of shared equally in that, and yeah. and and no one's separated.
0: Yeah, I would, I would a hundred times out of hundred pick the triangle.
1: Um, now, if someone I, if someone volunteers to do the water, I don't know that I'd try to push hard for for the triangle. Yeah, true. But, but my like if if we were doing like a secret vote or something i would i would go for the triangle for sure
0: did you uh i you're trying to track a lot during these episodes did you actually try and count the the triangles
1: well i'm pretty sure it was the ex- like literally the exact same okay. because i remember thinking i'm pretty sure it's 51 and then it was 51
0: okay i don't remember that i counted 48 when i did it so
1: well, you're just not paying close enough attention.
0: Yeah. It, it
1: was pretty funny though. Um, when we got to which tribe is Jenny on? She on Taku or Vadi. She's on on, on Vadi. When when they're doing the, tri- the the triangles and people have an answer in like seemingly in like 30 seconds, and she's like, <laughs> no, no. What are you, what are you doing? No. And she goes over and counts. Like here's like six right here. goes, Oh, we missed those.
0: I love that Jonathan goes, I'm getting eleven. <laughs> it's
1: like someone just does not understand what what it was asking. That that was that was that was great. It um, was
0: smart though for for them to split off and just let three people handle it. Like rather than having everyone waste their time just staring at it together.
1: Yeah, it could it could be a little bit of a too many cooks in the kitchen type deal. Yeah. If you have six people and especially as they cause they were you know pointing or marking the their triangles that you have six people trying to do that, it's just gonna mess things up. Um so yeah, both both get it. Um Taku, we gotta talk a little Marianne. All right. Mary we both had the same thought. Love her, she's awesome, but she is a lot.
0: Yeah. And not just when they were all arriving at the island, you know, I'm sure everyone's excited and like Jeff is there and they're kind of getting introduced, but it wasn't just her, like everyone was aggressively happy when they got there. And it was like, just, I I was having a tough time. I was having a tough time handling that, but she kind of epitomizes that personality.
1: Yeah, I mean she was I'm going to enjoy every every minute of her, but if I'm on a tribe with her on an island I'm probably going to lose my mind.
0: I am not going to enjoy every minute of her. Um Well
1: actually actually I take that back because there was one one moment I already didn't enjoy. But maybe I'm just a jerk for that. We'll we'll get to that not too long, but um,
0: uh well, then we're both jerks cuz I feel like I'm thinking the same thing that you
1: are. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, if I'm on a tribe with her, I'm I'm doing everything I can to do not align with her and probably vote her out first, unless someone else is just a huge asshole. Like that, that energy is is not what I need on a desert island. On someone that I that I can't get away from. Nothing. Like, I mean, she seems like an awesome, like genuinely good person yeah, we'll hang out outside the game, but in this game, no, not gonna not we'll, gonna work. We'll
0: hang out sparingly outside <laughs> of the game um, large large groups, yes, large groups, and uh also like, Oh no, oh no, I lost it. I lost it. I was gonna say. um yeah, come back to me, come back All to me right,
1: if you think of it, just interrupt
0: yep uh then at Taku we get
1: we get Jackson telling you know, really, you know, deep emotional kind of truncated life story about um, how he transitioned about 10 years ago. And so he first applied for survivor as a woman, then applied and got on um, after he went through the transition. And my, my initial thought ended up being kind of correct. I was thinking, man, is this pessimistic or is he getting this huge emotional moment because he's going to be voted off first and they wanted to get him his time to shine. And Technically, that was correct because he ends up um, we'll get to and maybe we'll jump ahead. Since we're talking about him. He well, gets
0: I, I remembered my Marianne thing. It's not it's not important, but I was just thinking on top of on top of no food and no sleep um, and you're around that all the time that could maybe amplify it a little bit. But yes, well, that, that, we'll
1: yeah. that's a good point. Um, so on the topic of Jackson, we will jump ahead here um, and then then come back to the Advantage and Shipwheel Island. Jeff arrives at Taku. Never a good sign. No. And so he's there to talk to Jackson. And we don't have all the details. They were a little vague, you know, as, as their right is to be. Um, so apparently, like right before filming started, Jackson disclosed some new changes in his medical situation. That's really all they said. Um, that he was, had been taking some medication and then stopped. And part of the side effects of that are that when like stressed, hungry, low on sleep. In other words, when you're playing survivor, there can be some pretty bad effects of that.
0: When Um, all the things that happen when you play survivor happen. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. And so it was, I think you mentioned like lithium. If you had asked me before I heard this, I would not have known lithium was a drug. I don't know what it's for. I'm not. I looked it up a little bit and I'm not going to speculate on why he was using it, if it was prescribed or otherwise. If he wants to let it be known, that's on him. All I know is he was taking it, he's now not. And because of that, Survivor and probably CBS more likely said, No, you cannot leave him on the show.
0: So, okay, we'll, I guess we can deep dive this a little more, but. Your interpretation of what happened is, is it because you can't take lithium when you're on the, like, do they not let you take prescription medication on the show?
1: No, no. If you take medication, like whether it's, it's, whether it's birth control or if you, if you have medicine for diabetes or whatever it might be, you can take those things. Like you don't get like Tylenol or things like that. But if you have medication that you take on a regular basis, my understanding is that if it's critical to your like ongoing health, you can take it. But this sounds like something that he stopped taking by by choice. Well, that's
0: what I meant. Like, well, not, not what I meant there, but so let, let's let say then so if you're taking lithium it will amplify the effects of being starved the, and the way I
1: understood it is that because of how soon before filming he stopped taking it he wasn't fully I, I think they said use the term like weaned off of it so his okay. body hadn't acclimated to not having it in his system Yeah, that was my interpretation that for whatever reason he was taking it now that he's not he needed he needed more time to let his body adjust to not taking lithium okay uh, it's how how i took it All i right. think i'm right i could be wrong um but that 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 was my interpretation and that that's that's why they they had to remove it from the game because they they can't really monitor that they can't test for whatever they need to test for jeff mentioned something about not being able to do tests out there um but in any event, they got to, they had to pull Jackson from the game, and man, to his credit though, he he took he handled that like a champ. I mean, absolute grace, and I mean, any anyone could kind of argue, try to argue against it, or try to plead their case, or just get kind of disappointed. But he he only saw saw the positives in his time out on Survivor in those only a couple of days. So kudos to him for how he took it. But it just, it it really sucks that we saw someone go out that way so soon
0: i i'm coming at this from a different perspective i i think he handled it horribly i mean like to not disclose that information until the day before you go on the show knowing that this could be an issue like you would think that they would be understanding and and if you were like look i was trying to make this happen i like or or maybe a few weeks out just say you know, like, I'm going to try and get off of this before I go on there. Like, and they say, okay, well, this could be a risk. Like, why don't we just wait and get you on a later season where we know this won't be an issue? Because, like, I, I don't know how they let him, if they're just going to pull him two days later, like, and they can't test him anyway, which Jeff said, like they they pulled him without testing him, so it's like they probably knew they were gonna just pull him like immediately. Why would they let him go out there?
1: So that that was one thing that was weird because Jeff said they did know about it before they started, and they still decided to go ahead with it. So they must have thought that there was some chance that it could have been okay, but it wasn't like
0: the dizziness. Well, yeah,
1: so they they showed they showed I think it was Lindsay making him drink water because he had said he was been dizzy for like several hours. And that and that happened right before. So I'm assuming that has some, something to do with it. They never made that direct connection. I would think so. I mean, um, you have
0: to expect like they they knew. I mean, it, it seems like they knew that that would be a dangerous like it's like, oh, if he gets dizzy, we're gonna have to pull him. So, like, they had to have known that that was a really good possibility anyway. So, I just don't know why. You know they have alternates lined up. You hear stories about people getting flown out there, like, yeah. a couple days ahead of time. I mean, I just don't see what the problem would be there. And I thought Jeff was not as harsh as he could have been. Like, he, he kind of brought it up that it's like, why did you wait? Like, but I just...
1: I think what he... What he- and again, complete speculation, but he might've been giving him a chance to just kind of like own up to it and which, which, which he did. He didn't try to like make an excuse. He just said, I didn't want to risk not playing the game. And I, maybe if he had tried to fight against it and tried to, you know, talk to me out of it, Jeff might've pushed him a little harder, but when he just kind of was straight up with him and said, well, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was just, I wanted to played the game and i thought if i said it any earlier i wouldn't get to play i don't really agree with that part of it before it started but i think in this moment i think he did handle it well given the circumstances but no matter what the whole the whole situation all of it from before filming started to right now it, it really sucks and to the point of alternates i, I thought of that too i don't know if they changed how they do that, because they have to, they have to do the full quarantine and all that still. Yeah. Well, if, you may, would think they would just if maybe they said we just won't use alternates, we'll just keep as few people as possible. I don't, I don't know if that I was guess. the case or not. Yeah. So they, they said either we start with one fewer player from day one, or we put him out there with the low chance of him going out there, and then either remove him, remove him, and it's the same effect, or we have a full, full cast.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know why you wouldn't bring a couple alternates out there to quarantine too, but I, I mean, I would, a, assume, I would assume, I would
1: assume, yeah, I'd yeah. assume they still do. I just don't, I'm just thinking about why they wouldn't have just gone to an alternate at that point.
0: Yeah. Oh, but, well, that, That's probably enough to <laughs> enough discussion. Yeah.
1: On. I, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get more info um, as interviews come out over the next, next few days or so. Cause I'm, what else are you going to ask him about really at that point other than that? And we'll see how, how open he is or what, or what he chooses to, chooses to share about how all that that went down. Uh, but backtracking, we get to the advantage from the opening challenge. Um, so it's the amulet advantage in the shape of a key. Sure, why not call it the key advantage or make an actual amulet? I mean, the shot in the dark die is a piece of paper. The time turner advantage gets smashed, doesn't get turned. Okay, Survivor, keep doing you, I guess. Um now I have a question for you on this advantage. Do you understand it? I believe so. Explain. Because I want because I looked up on another recap, Dalton Ross, Entertainment Weekly. I didn't know it fully. And then I read his, and so I I I trust him, I know what it is. I want to I want to see if you got it just what just from what the show gave us.
0: Okay. Um, so by agreeing all three of them to accept the advantage, um, as obviously they would, uh, they all now have what is it? An extra vote?
1: You said is you that, understood it. I'm going to let you. I just
0: don't know what the three levels oh, of.
1: Extra vote, steal a vote, idle.
0: Okay. So they all have an extra vote. I believe, I believe that takes effect now. Um, and then let's say one of them gets voted off. The two remaining people have a steal a vote. And then if one of the people with a steal a vote gets voted off, then the last remaining person has an immunity idol None of these things can be used past final six.
1: Close. Close, but okay. not quite. So, yes, it so the the advantage, the specific advantage depends on how many players of the three are left in the game. When there are three, it is an extra vote. two, it's a steal of vote, one, it's just an item. However, it only takes effect the way I'm reading this as if they're all on the same tribe. After a swap or a merge, they they all have right. to they have to literally play them together, and the group gets an extra vote. They don't each get an extra vote.
0: Oh, I hate that. Okay, I thought I liked it, but I hate it now.
1: I I like part of it, but I despise most of it.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't take much to, to turn me.
1: The The only thing that that I like is that if they get together... Um, let's see. Well, actually, now I'm rereading this. It says, can only be played with the others as long as the others are still in the game. It doesn't... But then the, ne- the next one says, so if they all ended up on the same tribe, they would play them as an extra vote or steal a vote together. But I also don't know like next week, how do they play them to, together? That's that's the thing I know why I think they have to be on the same tribe. The thing the thing that I like is if all three of them get on the same tribe, they have this kind of natural tentative teamwork. But then there's the also the other thought of well, if um if Lindsay and High say, Oh, well, if we vote out Drea, then Instead of the extra vote we get a steal a vote and then if Lindsay says well if i vote on high i have an idol so i mean there's there's that kind of you're working together but there's that think in the back of your head should i target them to change the advantage or is this person targeting me to try to get it down to the idol that part i like
0: that's what but, i love about it
1: but the mechanics to get to that point are very convoluted and yet again you don't know exactly the rules of how it works. That was a huge problem last season. They'd throw this complicated thing at you, not tell the audience exactly how it works, and then just go on with the show. And I I, I can't do another season like that. I will do another season because it's Survivor. I'm going to watch it. But I can't do another season where they don't tell us how things work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh that's disappointing because when I was watching it thinking what I thought about it and what I thought it was, I was like, wow, like this is the first really cool new advantage that they've introduced in a while. And I I love the idea of like, you are working with people and yet your advantage becomes so much more powerful when they're gone. So it's like, there's like, there's actually more incentive to get rid of those people, but you all know that you're trying to get rid of each other. And I I liked that, but yeah, it's, it's too much now.
1: Yeah. I, I wonder if this is going to be one. No, no, it's not gonna be one that they would will. Cause if someone gets both, if like Lindsay gets voted out next week, then her amulet's just gone. And then high in, just know that they have a different advantage now um yeah well i mean we'll, we'll see but it it's it's going to require patience for that to even have any sort of decent payoff yeah so again we'll see fingers crossed but we'll see next comes ship wheel island another chance for fans and players alike to misuse prisoner's dilemma <laughs> <laughs> It's an easy comparison. People know what you're talking about, but it's not exactly prison dilemma. Dilemma. We don't need to rehash that. We spent last season doing that. And this one, it's... I said it at off the top. It's literally the exact same thing. It, the
0: players don't know that.
1: True, but if you want to engage your audience... I know. <laughs> what are you doing? Change something about it.
0: Yeah, they were... uh it's like they only thought of these seasons from the players' perspectives where it's like, oh, yeah, new players. They won't know what any of this stuff is. Like, they'll be coming on the first time. That'll be great. It'll be brand new. And then it's like, well, yeah, it's brand new for 18 people, but it's the same for, like, a couple million.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Like, they've, they've done 40 seasons of this show with some super creative people. They can come up with the same concept, get one person from each tribe together, get them to do something, change what they do, change what they what they risk or what they get. I don't I don't, I don't like, care. Do something different.
0: Why do we need both Shipwheel Island and the amulets? Like
1: because as we learn from Heather's Invisible Edit, the show is about the advantages now.
0: It's like I would I would have been way better if it was just the new one and not shipwheel island like i i'm not a huge fan of the new one now but at least it's like something different
1: yeah yeah i mean i don't know um
0: and there's too much i mean we've said it there's just too much like it's the best seasons of survivor they keep it relatively simple i know a lot of the recent seasons we also like dave versus goliath um like being the the one we cite the most and that had a lot of advantages in it um also a phenomenal cast but i i just think like there's so many seasons where they just did not have to do all of this and they turned out phenomenal and um it's like yeah if you want if you want to have a new advantage great just like don't have like if everyone has an advantage it's not an advantage
1: yes and we're Two hours in, one episode in, we have three amulets, and an extra vote. And the extra vote, we talked about this last year, last season. The extra vote and the steal of votes, they they don't really do much. They 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 give the perception of being a huge advantage, but they often kind of fizzle out into into really nothing. Um,
0: well, technically, there's two extra votes out there, right?
1: Technically, yes. the The amulets were in. Yeah, would encompass that that second extra vote.
0: Well, I thought two people took the extra vote at Shipwheel.
1: Oh, I thought Jenny protected hers.
0: Yeah, but Marianne and was it Drea?
1: Oh wait, Mar- Marianne protected. I thought. I mean, risk. I thought she protected.
0: I thought she risked. I thought she said she did a whole big thing about. Like when Christians go on the show, they don't usually like play cutthroat games. And then they go and regret it. And she's like, I'm not going to regret it. I thought that's what she said.
1: Well, I maybe didn't pay close attention to that part. I knew Drea risked it because you get that, gr- that great quote. I don't know these people. It's going to risk it um but maybe she did. I'll trust you on that one because now I'm not sure. Um
0: well anyway, my my point is I mean there's three amulets out there. There's two extra votes. Um so technically there's five extra votes out there right now. Or no, until I guess when they merge or whatever. Um if that's how it is and then soon we're going to also potentially have three idols in the game. And by then you would assume that a couple more people will be voted out. So in theory, you'd have like eight idols or advantages in the game and like 15 people.
1: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely nuts. And I'm just going to take this moment to plug Australian survivor production team that learned from their mistakes their last season, season Six brains versus brawn. Way too many twists, dumb twists, way too many terrible advantages. Sucked the life out of a super otherwise super good season. Overall ended up pretty pretty darn good. This season, blood versus water, minimal twists, basically nothing outside of I think a couple small things, and some interesting editing choices aside. It's been a terrific season. So U.S. Survivor did not do that, and as Jeff championed at the beginning, oh, we what's so great? We film back to back. That's not great. Not not when this is what you do with your two seasons. Yeah, the let the cast drive the show. You're putting so much pressure on the cast to be the absolute best version they can be the entire season, when they're hampered by all these insane twist advantage. Now, again, I'm I'm probably a little too negative than I would like to be and then I should be. But we saw this play out last year, last season. I just don't want that to happen again.
0: Yeah. Yep. All Hopes right. are high, but but yeah.
1: All right, so this is when um chron-, chron chronologically, at least um the the Jackson poll came. So then we skip into the immunity challenge. Uh, two tribes will win immunity and the losing tribe also giving up their flint taku finishes first vauti second sending ika to tribal any any comments thoughts on the challenge
0: brutal just i <laughs> i was kind of worried for their safety you know i've seen like some really, really tough challenges turn ugly, particularly call wrong. And it's like, they got to know what they're doing. They got to be monitoring them pretty closely, but it's like, that is, if they tried that any later in the season, I'd be, I'd be I mean, people are
1: really falling off the boat, falling off those small platforms. I'm surprised someone didn't knock their head as it, as it is.
0: Yeah, I think Zach got a little cut somewhere. Um, yeah, that, that may have been the worst of the damages though, fortunately. Yeah.
1: They, they probably got got a little lucky. But uh any event we send Ika to travel council and gotta love when three out of six people are legitimately thrown thrown out as as the vote. Yep. yep. What did you think of, of Tori's plan to basically insist upon the fact that she did not have the idol, even though no one said she had it, just that she was looking for it.
0: Yeah, it seemed weird. Um, maybe not the best idea to draw all the attention to yourself right as people are going to start talking.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's something that should be said, if that's a legitimate concern they have. But to just come out and just force it upon them seemed a little aggressive.
0: Yeah, and... I don't think telling someone you don't have an idol does anything because that's what they all think you're going to tell them anyway.
1: Yeah. Because if you, if you don't have an idol, well, you're not going to lie and say you do have one. And if you do have an idol, you're going to lie and say you don't have one. Yeah. So it's, it's, it is is tricky, but I mean, she brought it upon herself by obviously looking for an idol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She was gone for 10 minutes it's, all, it's all,
1: all it takes sometimes, even though I'm guaranteed it wasn't 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so she goes off. She talks with, with Drea. And um, who suggested Drea wants to put up Roxroy because he's aggressive and too much of a leader and all that. You know, thanks for the shelter. See you later. He's kind of the attitude. And Tori's thinking, great. Not me. Let's do it. Uh, but Romeo doesn't want to put up Roxroy. He's the, the strongest player. Um, that is one of the downside of having smaller tribes that there is maybe a natural emphasis on physical strength that maybe a little too much because it, even if it's not totally accurate all the time, the perception is that it will be more important early on because of how small the tribes are. Um, so we're I mean, normally you keep the strong players because of the challenges, but maybe they're trying to flip that a little bit, but it seems like I don't know. You don't necessarily need the physical strength.
0: I can't, I still can't under any circumstances justify getting rid of Roxroy. Like, especially if he's going to, to rub people the wrong way, like that will play to your advantage. That's the other
1: thing too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So that's probably someone you want around for that reason. And if he's just a big, strong dude, it's not going to hurt to have him early.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I guess physical strength wouldn't be the only reason to keep somebody. Um, but that's part of the tribe dynamics there. Um, but then Romeo, so he wants to vote vote out Tori. Um, doesn't trust her. She's she's sneaky, she's squirrely, whatever else. And he doesn't want Zach Zach gone because he they have the skinny guy alliance.
0: I, I was gonna mention that. I think those two might be the stupidest two players on the season. I How so? You can't, like, I understand it's funny. It, yeah, we're the skinny guys. No one no one thinks we're going to amount to anything. It's like, dude, like, it's Survivor. You need to come there with some extra meat on your bones. Like...
1: When when he, Zach said he weighed 118 pounds and Romeo said, yeah. you've got me beat him 112... I, I was shocked. My mouth, my, my jaw literally dropped. I was like, what? I, I was like,
0: how, how do you show up like that? Like, dude, you, you, like, what do you think you're going to be when the game's over?
1: I hope Romeo goes far just to see that part.
0: I, it's going to be a little uncomfortable for me. Like, I, yeah, to, to show up that unprepared, I, ugh, it's, it's tough. That's why I say they're the two stupidest players on the season. We'll, we'll see if they if someone else proves me wrong later. But, well,
1: one of, one of them won't have a chance, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but then Andrea, at this point, she doesn't even know if she has a vote to cast. So she doesn't really have a ton of power. As long as the vote is not on her, she's just going to go with where she thinks the majority is at this point because she can't really do much to affect it herself. Um, but... Who who been suggested? Oh yeah, Swathy and Rocks. I love that It's called Rocks. Yeah, as if as if Rocks Roy isn't a badass name name enough. Just call him Rocks. Um, they want to vote out Zach, see as a weak link. Um, so we've got Zach, Tori, and Rocks Roy as legitimate targets at the first vote. Incredible for me. I don't know. Did you think it was obvious who was going home, or did you go into tribal not really being certain?
0: I was I was definitely less certain than a unanimous vote. That uh, yeah. I, I didn't think it was gonna be Romeo. Um I thought I had a Zach or Tori feeling, but that was a little surprising that everyone voted for him.
1: I thought it was gonna be Tori. I thought just the way she was acting just would just make people uncomfortable. And that it'd be it'd be easy to rally around getting her out first but
0: yeah did she seem surprised at tribal when all the votes went to Zach to you um I don't know if that was a show or if she's actually surprised
1: I wasn't really watching for that I mean nothing that nothing that I saw her do or how she reacted like struck me that way um so yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not sure But let's see. Yeah, it was unanimous because they read the first I guess they read the first three. It's assumed that's going to be unanimous, Um, but it was was 5-0. And he
0: said that was in his exit speech. I don't know if you listen to that, but yeah, he said that was the first unanimous vote ever in Survivor history. So it's like he's part of a little uh, history nugget now on the show.
1: So I, I heard that because that's oh I maybe like truly unanimous. Because he Cause, didn't have a vote. Because his vote didn't count, didn't have yeah. a vote. Is that true?
0: It's hard to believe if it is, but it's but I mean
1: cool. Yeah, I mean, how often does a does a player lose their vote? There's always gonna be that one from the player who goes who goes home. How often does that player not have their vote? on the episode they go home
0: and everyone votes for the same person
1: yeah clearly never i guess not i'm gonna trust him on that be- just because of how unlikely how many things have to go right or in this case wrong for that to be the case yep yeah i mean any any positive spin you can put on i guess part of, part of survivor history now <laughs> yeah um but yeah travel council uses shot in the dark Otherwise, pretty pretty standard tribal. I know we don't often have a lot to say on most tribals, because um, they're just kind of for show most of the time. But anything stick out? People said how they acted, what they did.
0: Nope. Chalky. Chalk season.
1: Yep. Perfect time, perfect timing to mention that phrase in March Madness. Well, chalk talk. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's Survivor 42 premiere. I, like I said, I'm, I'm loving the cast. So that's, what's giving me hope for the season is that I'm really excited about with the cast, even if it's not going to be good gameplay or great gameplay, I think it's going to be fun gameplay.
0: What were you uh, going to say about Marianne?
1: Oh yeah. geez, I completely forgot when, when Jackson, when, when <laughs> Jeff announces that Jackson is leaving the game, what are they? 36 hours into the game. <laughs> And you always see people crying, getting emotional. Sure, whatever. You bonded really closely for the last day and a half. You're dehydrated. You're tired. You're hungry. Whatever. She was straight up bawling. Like her mom just died. Bawling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, not. It seemed to be not a normal reaction.
1: I, I don't think she was faking it. Like, I think it was a genuine response. But that's almost worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what I was thinking, and that's what I thought you were gonna say. Um, so yeah, both we're both jerks confirmed. Um, but that was just a little excessive.
1: A lot excessive. <laughs> that was I mean, there's I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, maybe she really is just that. Um, has that much empathy and very um,
0: uh, emotionally expressive. Yes,
1: person. but the one thing that it gives me hope for is there's gonna be more reactions like that to like small things in the game. Like this isn't a small thing, yeah. but if that's how she reacts to someone that she, what is what can she know? Seven things about him. <laughs>
0: She knows one one really important one. One really
1: important one and maybe six very small things. Um, but if if something else happens, like if if her close ally goes home, or if she if yeah, if she gets blindsided and one of her allies is voted out, is she gonna cry her eyes out at that? Like the the opportunity for like never before seen emotional reactions is incredible with her in this in this season. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's like, what what
0: happens if she gets blindsided?
1: She won't even be able to give final words because she'll just be in tears, like aggressive tears. (sighs) Again, I think, I think I would, I would not be able to play the game with her, but I'm going to love most of every minute that she's on screen this season as a fan.
0: She's, She's like, uh, just early on when she was like talking really fast and kind of all over the place, it was it was as if she was if Wendy was trying to win the game.
1: <laughs> oh, that that's great. That's incredible. That's a great reference. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy did not seem like she actually wanted to win.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what Marianne gives us going forward. It's going to be a lot, whatever it is. Uh, so episode one, do you have a winner pick? Hmm.
0: I should have been thinking more about this. I I thought about it during the bios, but not so much tonight as I was watching. Um, I, man, I think. Lydia's gonna be strong. Um that's I'm just scrolling through names here quick.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna want Lydia to win for sure from what we saw tonight. Now, I think she's she could get pigeonholed into that Cochrane-esque type player. This kind of this goofy person, not great at challenges, but everyone loves them that whether it's accurate or not, I feel like some people might make that comparison. Um, but while you're thinking for no real reason, I'm just going to go with Lindsay. Okay. I loved her in the preseason. She didn't really do much this episode, which I like for winter pick. You know, if someone's going to, someone's going to be, you know, all over the place, episode one, unless it is creating a big redemption story, like for Tori, maybe I usually don't like their chances. um, and nothing that happened changed my mind that she's going to be a good player. So whatever, let's just go with it. Lindsay. <laughs>
0: I'll, uh, I'll go Chanel. Go on Chanel.
1: I was going to ask which one Chanel is. She's on, is she on body green? Uh,
0: She's on green. Okay. It was green.
1: Yeah. We didn't get a lot from green aside from Daniel and his dislocated shoulder.
0: Yeah, let's and let's, and, well, and Jenny
1: on the on the on the ship wheel.
0: Let's take a minute and just just talk about Daniel. Let's, I mean,
1: gift from the heavens.
0: Yeah, I. I I hope this is not the hunch that you had with Jackson, where they do some big emotional thing early in the season. To foreshadow or to at least cover their bases before he goes, because that was about the best they could have presented him as possible.
1: Yeah. So what we're referring to is uh, Daniel is a survivor, child of childhood leukemia, and he's got a scar uh, from, from some surgeries. I'm assuming it is. And so his tribe were asking him about it and he was very open with it. And so we got some very sad, tragic backstory and now he's, Completely cured, I believe he said, and has been for some time, uh, which is awesome, obviously. And yeah, it's a huge emotional hook in episode one, which I feel like either signals an early exit or a long run in the game. Like, I don't think he's going to go out in like 11th place or like 10th place.
0: You know what? I might actually prefer that. Let's high risk, high reward. I.
1: Yeah, i'd I'd be I'd be so surprised if he gets this huge moment, and then he's just kind of like a background character. He's gonna be he's gonna be up front for however long he's in the game, whether it's one more episode or till the finale.
0: Yep. Give me
1: home. a give me a Daniel Lydia final. That'd be <laughs>
0: that would be wild. Well, and
1: and since there's gotta be three, throw throw Marianne
0: in there. Oh. Yeah, there's there's good options. There, they got enough to work with for sure.
1: Yeah, I think from a personality like character standpoint, and maybe see, we'll see if you disagree. No one jumps out as a dud, even if it's somebody you maybe don't don't like as much or align with as much. No, no one seems to be like a complete dud off of the first week, which which I think is all you can ask for after one episode.
0: Yeah. I think that Tori would be incredibly entertaining at a final tribal too.
1: Yes. Yes. Especially if the Angelina comparison holds up Mm -hmm. because that, that was an iconic performance an iconic zero vote performance.
0: Oh, one of the best.
1: So one of my favorite moments is when they said, now there's a question from Mike. Hi, can I answer that? (laughs) Yes. You can answer this question that was specifically asked at one other person. Uh, Incredible. Um, yeah, if Tori's half as entertaining as Angelina casting bang up job yep all right, well, that is the premiere. Any last thoughts, comments, concerns we didn't go over
0: no, no, I don't think so All right, yeah um I, <laughs> there's there's a lot I don't understand currently. um so. Yeah, I'll, uh, I hope they better explain what's going on with the, what's the technical name of the amulet thing? I
1: think it's the amulet advantage.
0: The amulet advantage. I will uh, i don't have many complete thoughts until I have a better idea of what's going on with that.
1: I think what I might do is once the episode goes up on Paramount tomorrow, I might go back to that and see if I can like, screenshot the, or pause on the letter. That they have,
0: yeah.
1: To see if I can explain it, they can explain a little better. Um, cause yeah, cause they they've got to explain that better than they did, which was like not at all. It seems like. Um, one quick note for next week: I will be out of town, but I should we we should be able to record normal time, publish normal, everything should be as normal, but we'll let you know if anything does change don't expect it to don't plan on it but some just something to note we may have to do a two-week recap in week in uh, the third episode but again plan for normal and everything Um, but the best way to make sure you don't miss anything is to stay subscribed or or subscribe if you haven't already apple spotify anywhere you listen to podcasts you can find us there and make sure to follow us on twitter at llama talk pod on instagram at talking llama pod Any updates will be there as well, so you won't miss a thing. For Jared Sundin, this is Matt Hamid. We'll see you next time for another Scoop of the Crisp.